time to open your mind in our search for the unknown who knows what we will find this is emergency exit i am your host los and with me as always is nick the passion rider that's right and brandon the hard hat hang on i got this fly going around somewhere oh he's gonna catch that fly hey guys tonight we are here at where's he high sign brewery in austin texas (laughs) That's right. Where are the claps? Let's get some clapping up in here. Yeah, there we go. There's the clapping. Welcome once again to the podcast. Today is August 4th, 2017. This is episode 45. First dog of the evening. There Just is a dog in. coming in. We are literally, literally sitting down in front of a giant... <laughs> Brewery yeah. things, stainless yeah. steel everywhere. We are at High Sign Brewery. I believe they are called tanks. They are tanks. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. He's very good at the English. You'll probably find a lot of them at a brewery. Tanks like uh, like those ones in, uh, we're getting a little fit of you. I got to turn that down a little bit. All right. Tanks like you find uh, in the military, right? Exactly. Those ones yeah. that shoot you. Once a little they, bit different. Same spell. Once they are retired from the military, then we brew beer in them. That is exactly how that happens. Yeah. That's right. Hey, so tonight... Why is there not an M1 Abrams brew, then? N1A1... M- yeah, the M1A1 a- Abrams. Why is there not a brew, then? That's, well, you should, I mean, if they brew it in retired tanks, right? I, you no? should okay. do that, you know? All right, so uh, here, on, <laughs> on this day, in 1892, Lizzie Borden was arrested on two counts of murder. She was later acquitted. Did she... Uh, did we not say this before? Lizzie Borden, that's that, uh, that serial killer. Jesus, this fly is killing me over here. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. We'll get that fly. Ooh. The star of the show today. No, wasn't yeah, she... Is. Didn't we read about this a couple She's weeks ago? She's the axe ago? murderer that killed her entire family. Remember, she gave her mom 40 wax? Yeah, 40 wax. Oh, yeah, and when yeah, she yeah, saw what she had done, her, huh? she gave her father 41? Yes. No? That's, anybody, that's no, the old anybody? fairy tale. No, so a total of 81 wax nobody knows. altogether? Sure. I mean, right. I don't know that that counts practice. Or if they, she just went. Do you have a clip? For, do you have a clip? <laughs> no, Play man, this. I can't get him up. Okay, how about uh, 1956? Elvis Presley re- uh, released his hit "Hound Dog." Y'all know that song. It ain't which, nothing but. Uh, which, actually, which, uh, which is a cover. Yeah, it's a but cover. That was his, it was a cover. his rendition. And yeah, well, his rendition. Right. Yes. Well, he was playing that for Forrest Gump, who showed him. Show me that little thing you did again there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Show me that little thing. Nothing but. We're standard. Hell. Leaning He's like, on the bridge. Show me that little thing. Oh, it's good, ma'am. I'm just showing a little thing or two on the guitar. <laughs> on this day in 2000, you sound like Hank Hill. On this day, oh, on the guitar. I'm showing him a guitar. <laughs> it's the same impression. Yeah, I on mean, this day, Elvis uh, and Hank Hill are just they're identical. The same. 
On this day in 2036, President Sacha Baron Cohen was elected. He was later shot two days later. <laughs> wow. Crazy. When we go back in time. What year did you say that was? That was a 2036. So we have to look forward to that. Yeah, we, we will see that in our lifetime. All right. He will come up as President Barat. And he will be very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And he will but say, how much for your vote? He won't be, he's not an American citizen. Uh, well, he... But Sasha Baron Cohen They're, they're going to have to re rewrite... Oh, okay. It's going to... There's some sort of so thing going to be. There. It's going to be Sasha Baron Cohen, but he's yeah. going to play board. Right, right. Okay, I see. No problem that's with right. that at all. Hey, guys, tonight... Legally, that's fine. <laughs> yes, sure. Why not? <laughs> it, legally, it is fine. Hey, so tonight, we are going to cover some of the most outrageous fads and scam diets. From in, uh, ingesting cotton balls soaked in orange juice to eating the right diet based on your blood type... Uh, based on your blood type, we've got them all right here. So this is emergency exit. Uh, we also are gonna we got the news for you. We are gonna play Iteridium for the Golden Jazz Master. Um, it's gonna be hard. I forgot the Jazz Master at home. Oh. So are we gonna take guests for that game? I think we'll have yes, someone play we'll with you if they're down that. for it. All right. We'll just have to collect information to get them the Jazz Master later. Yes. All right. We'll send it to them. But we or we are hold us. up a second. We are at. <laughs> High Sign Brewery, and we, we've brewery. got the Brew World Order coming at you. Here come the presidents. Uh oh. That's right. Do a different president, Jesus. That's the only one I know. You've got what, 53 to choose from, right? Right. Are Something you, like that. Are you fucking joking me? 45. I thought oh, it was 67. <laughs> I thought it was 150. <laughs> Welcome back, hey guys. We are here at the High Sign Brewery here in Austin, Texas. Very, uh, very hot. It's hot in here, man. We are enjoying our time here. It is here. warm. We're it is do... definitely uh, very warm. It's not that. It's not that hot. No, I mean, it's, it's, it could be way hotter it, though, right? I mean, I don't know how. Are you asking for it to be hotter? <laughs> no. I can. I can see the beads of sweat on your forehead. Yeah. Well, it is pretty bad. I am. All right. Uh, so I'm sweating a lot myself. Right. Now, ain't that a bitch? That's right. It is. All right. Uh, yes, let's see. Andrew's going to be joining us here in just a second, but let's get started with uh, the Brew World Order. So we This is part of our Brew World Order tour. So we Welcome it to is. the Brew World Order tour where we are going to be Stop talking Stop number 2. Number 2. Uh, number 2. Number 2. Ooh. All right. I noticed you do that a lot uh, in the shows, uh, Nick, where you're like, uh, Well, yeah, I'm drawing things out until something interesting happens. And so the longer I draw it out, that means the shittier our show what is. What a dick. Wow. What a Man. dick. Hey, but one good thing, though, is uh, no dead air. Now, we, Yeah, exactly. No yeah, dead but air. the dead and air now is we him have going, a gauge. <laughs> We've got it's a, not dead air. Yeah, but that's stupid? a gauge. You so if that sucks, then maybe we need to be more entertaining. Maybe... <laughs> Oh, right. We, you right. know what? He is oh, right about right. that. We do right. need to be more entertaining. Oh, right. Like right now. All right. Yeah, <laughs> see? <laughs> so, hey. Oh, what do we... Oh, oh hey. So, there it is. Brew World Order time. Take one oh, and pass shit. it down. Oh, shit. We just got handed a couple of drinks here. This is the... We actually here for uh, a special reason. Not only are we here doing our podcast. Thank you very kindly. 
Uh, Bangers is also releasing a beer in cooperation. Ah, yeah, we're we're releasing. They're releasing a beer in cooperation uh, cooperation with uh, Bangers. Yeah, and it's Bangers' fifth anniversary tomorrow. Bangers' fifth anniversary in Austin, Texas. That's on Rainy Street. Bangers, great hot dog joint. They got tons of good dogs and tons of uh, good uh, brews as well. And they're going to be hosting this. uh, So, what is it? Andrew is Tell on. Us about this, Andrew. Andrew's on the the line with us. He's here. Hey. What do you do here, first of all? Hello, uh, my name is Andrew. I'm the head brewer here at High Sign Brewing. The head brewer. Head brewer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, being a head brewer, you get to create the beers. Is that what you get to do? Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So, kind of sitting down with Mark and coming up. Mark's the owner. And oh, hi, kind of Mark. thinking about. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, opportunity <laughs> missed. He's, he's, he's coming in. We and you know. Uh, we're, we're small teams. There's only three of us. So that's why we're staggered today. We've oh, got three of you guys. <laughs> we've got Bryce behind the bar. There's one. I'm How here. How many employees do you have working for? There's three of us. Wow. That's it. Three people. <laughs> wow. You guys Between believe that? That is incredible. Got, three people are running this whole operation, <laughs> yeah. and two thirds of them are right here. Six, uh, 66 percent right. of them right here. Yeah. So like we're we're we're, we're a little busy sometimes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you just got back from a delivery. Yes, I did. I actually just dropped off a bunch of uh, kegs at Bangers. They're they're taking on our Irish Red, uh, Seamus the Fiddler, and they're also taking on Hank's Hardland American Wheat. Uh, so two great brews, and I, I saw their setup and their beer cooler, and they're stocked to the the teeth with great beer. And so it's going to be a really uh, good day. There'll be enough for the, to last through the weekend, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Enough to last of the reeking indeed. Well, yeah. not yeah. if Austin does it right. Drink it all. <laughs> no, <laughs> just drink it dry. Yeah, no, it's that's how it's going to be a really good time. Because you know, once you tap a keg, I mean, you have to finish it, or it goes or bad. Or it goes bad. Yeah, you have I've to heard, like drink it. I've heard that yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like vodka. It's like so, uh, so that's why on, you have Austin, keg and eggs. <laughs> yeah. So and you brought us the beer, the special beer you guys brewed for, especially for bangers on on Rainy Street. Yeah. What is it? What's tell the name? What, what you tell me about it? So, um, this is a really cool beer. So this beer is brewed wow. with a touch of ginger and lemon to kind of give it like a, a complexity, and it's not in the foreground; it's very much in the background. And then uh, we also gave it a touch of uh, fruit as well. So there's man, essence that, that fruit of really strawberry and raspberry. Oh man! And when you Good. smell it, you get like this great, you know, berry aroma to it. Yeah. But uh, you don't get a cup of diabetes. It's actually very dry. And Did you say very, cup of diabetes? <laughs> yeah, it's very dry and drinkable. I mean, every time I drink a Red Bull, I just feel like, yep, got to eat insulin out. It, it should this. come with an insulin shot, right? I'm pre- don't they? <laughs> it's infused with it. Yeah, it's in the box. You just got to shake it. <laughs> What's the alcohol percentage in this bad boy? 5.9, it says? 5.9. Right. That's not bad. It goes right above 5. It's just like that it's middle ground for everybody. Goddamn good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's perfect for a hot day. Uh, it, looks, it looks great. The, the ho- I can slam lacing. a bunch of these down on oh, the green absolutely. belt, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. It's going to look really good in a liter stein. And uh, you're going to pound that, and it's going to be great. That's a fucking yeah, man. That's a right. great beer. Is, any, love is anybody out there having this? Yeah, who's got this? Any, uh, is everyone drinking yeah. this, guys? Special Bangers Brew. Hank's Hard Bland Wheat. Yeah, what do you guys think about it? Great, right? Amazing. Yeah, right. That's right. Let's right. hear it right. over there. Thank you. Well, board? What is yeah. That? yeah. No, that is right here in house. <laughs> that is happening. So Nick Ryder, oh, now mean, that uh, you've got uh, a great uh, taste uh, of this. It's right here. 
You got any thoughts? And uh, then I want to know your rating for it. Are we are we doing this one? Or are we doing the ones we were drinking? Let's do this one. This one? Yeah. I'm going to give this a four out of five That's Right. Four Ooh. to five four That's Right. That is... That's, what that's what do you setting. love about it? Do you like what? What can you say about I, it? It's 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 very smooth and tasty. Like, Fruity it, too. It, I mean, it tastes really good. It has a great flavor, but it's also smooth and refreshing. So it's you know sometimes I'll drink like a really cheap, shitty domestic watered down beer because it's a hot day and I just want something refreshing. So I'll get you like need a, to hydrate yourself. Right. So I'm re- hydrating <laughs> myself with Miller Lite or something. You know, like, but. But this feels like refreshing, replenishing, while also being really smooth and 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 tasteful. Like I feel it has a full body, while still being accessible. Like, accessible. I, I agree with you. Right. 100%. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a big beer head, so like I don't get into IPAs. I don't get into stouts. I don't get into browns. I don't get this into. This is a right lot up your alley. Things. So so, this is something that I feel you can enjoy without feeling like. I don't know what beer is. Like, this is legitimate and fucking delicious, is what I'm saying. Right on. Dude, awesome. Right Brandon. On. Thank you. What do you think about this beer? All right, you said there's, there's fruits, berries, things like that strawberry, in here. Strawberry, raspberry, you said? Yeah, strawberry and Boys raspberry. And is, there, is there blueberry in here? No blueberry. No blueberry. I, I swear I get that. Anybody taste sucked. blueberry? Yeah, I mean, it probably is. I taste some, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. It tastes like schnozberry. It tasted like schnozberry. <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. It's, when, we're mi- uh, when we're mixing it together, it's kind of like nobody uses raspberry jam. Nobody. <laughs> and you, of course, know the difference between oh, jam balls, and jelly, though, space right? Spaceballs reference. Yeah. Oh, is that the spaceball reference? Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. Was that on the soundboard? I don't have it on the no, soundboard. No, he has oh, no spaceballs <laughs> because he doesn't like. Mel Brooks movies. I don't care for Mel like Brooks movies. I watched, it's just They're yeah. not that funny to me. No, they are, and you were wrong. Okay. I, You're very wrong. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yes, you are. Am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, right, the whole Shirley thing that got scratched earlier. Right. That, that should have told us right there. All right. What do you rate this beer on a scale of one to five? I'm going to give it a right. solid 4.9 because Woo, chasing perfection is a, worth of, is a waste you. of time. So just for solid 4.9. Man, I'm telling you, I can drink this all day long. It is yeah, so... I could, just it's, it's, it's mild enough that it doesn't hit you with the alcohol as much. You get the beautiful floral and the, it's, it's the fruit, man, that gets me a lot. Almost smells like Fruity Pebbles in a way. Fruity Pebbles? Yeah, a nice bowl of Fruity Pebbles. Okay, but you got to remember, Lowe still actually eats that currently, so oh, he knows okay. what I'm that smells like. I'm going off like, you know, 15 years. Right, exactly. Yeah. It you really know, like, does taste like schnozberries. <laughs> it tastes well. like breakfast, then. <laughs> and I would wake up Wait, you and start drinking this breakfast? immediately. That being said, do I'm going breakfast? to give this I've never a gotten... five. Are you boys done talking? Shut up. No, we'll wait for you. and then. We'll I'm going to give this five out of five. Ooh. That's right. right. That's, That's right. only like That's the third right. five out of five, isn't it? Right. That's man, this is awesome. right up there with beer. my favorite beers. Now it, it has, it is, man. Thirsty Goat is another beer that I, I, I love truly so, and is a five-star beer for me. Can we get more of this throughout the night? Or was this and I would love to keep drinking this for the rest of the night. <laughs> we can make right. it work. We can so, make that, okay. Andrew, That'd be great. Yes. what would you rate this beer on a scale of one to five? That's right. You can do decimals oh, if you like. Decimals. Oof. Man, I think this is a really cool beer. And oh, like, man, that is so good. Creatively I mean, speaking, he's not at all biased. Yeah, I mean, like 100%. <laughs> you know, right? I Everything's love fine. All, of, all of my beer children. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to pick one. Uh, but what this if you had to? This one's definitely one of the cooler beers that we've done here so far, just because of the, the variety of ingredients that is used in it. Right. And that's what kind of really makes it so exciting to me, is that it's, 
it's just kind of got this really different flavor that's a lot really different does. from what's out there and it's still great for summer i mean this is going to be my new yeah. like let's go grab this and float the river beer so exactly what i feel about it you could totally sit down in front of some water all day and that's like the light beer that yeah. you want that's not going to be too heavy and there's an airplane, airplane. it's not going to be too heavy you can just enjoy this for eight hours straight under the sun do you oh, guys yeah. can it uh we don't can yet but we are okay Going to can. All right. I'm going to put and, this in a big old growler. Uh, it, it looks like we're going to can, I think, really soon. Uh, really soon. Really, really soon. Really, really, really. Really, 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 really. That's serious. Yeah. Be, so what, what's your rating on it? Oh, man. I think I'm going to give this one a... Uh, Four point nine 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 nine. Dude, because chasing perfection is is a waste of time, right? No, I feel like you could always do better. Okay, so you're just leaving it open. As soon as as soon as it's perfect, then it's not. You know, it's it's you can always make it. I gotcha. That much room for improvement. Talking to the to the head brewmaster here. Uh, so when you have the the idea, the concept for a beer. Like how how does the how does that translate into how it's brewed and how often does the result match what you what you thought? Um, that's a really good question. So like how I kind of make beers is uh, there's kind of like two ways I go about it. Uh, one is kind of like just go into the city and see what happens, kind of get lost and see what inspires you. And sometimes like uh, one beer I created a while back, uh, I went to this. A uh, small town in Ebor with my my colleague, and we just really like the uh, sights and smells of Ebor. It's it's kind of like the place where you can see some like dude with no teeth drinking coffee espresso <laughs> on the corner and rolling a cigar, and there's like just great food everywhere. And we th- we thought that like man like. Can we make like a cigar porter or a cigar stat with some coffee in it? Could you wow. make like a tobacco porter? After, after we were uh, talking with our lawyers, I was like, yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you can't use tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But, um, Infuse you know, it with some nicotine. That'd yeah, be amazing. And then we kind of just rolled with it, and we ended up founding yeah, like, this local ro- roaster. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, through wondering, you kind of find like a really cool direction that really resonates with the, the area. It's, it's very local. It's very kind of, it just happens a little bit more naturally. And, Are and you so, a local? Huh? Are you a local? Am I old? Are you a local? a local? Are you from here? I am. I'm actually from Texas, yeah. All right. Well, what part of Texas? Uh, Texas Fort, is Fort a big Fort state. Worth. Right, one right. seven ain't bad, man. Hey, man. Hey. Yeah, it's <laughs> not bad. So what's the story behind the brewery? How did you get started? How did this thing become yeah. to be, man? Oh, man. So the story's been a wild ride for me. Um, I feel like if Mark is here, he would... He's like the better storyteller between the two of us. For <laughs> where's, sure. where's Mark? Get him on the horn. I know. He's, he too is like, this is, it's been kind of a wild day. So we, uh, just a little backstory. We were talking to TABC, making sure we had all of our labels approved. And that kind of took a little bit of time. I bet. And so then we were really down to the wire. Like really when you guys were setting up is when we kind of got the green light. And so you actually saw me when you're setting up roll out with like a pallet of kegs. Like, <laughs> yeah, he literally, was it was like That's the deliveries right. I was going to. At the same time, Mark, you know, ran out with a couple sixels under his arm, like literally at the same time. And so it's so it's been a right. it's been an emotional roller coaster kind of day and. Uh, so that's that's kind of why everyone's everywhere right now, and by everyone I mean there's only three of us, so two of yeah, us are everywhere. It's so crazy. I did not think there's only three people keeping this place afloat. It's amazing. Yeah. 
So literally, actually, I was just uh, working with Sam. He's actually right here. That's uh, right. Hey, what up? Wait, can we get the banger guys to raise yeah, the beer? Come yeah, on, yeah, of course. Come on, come on, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> come on up. So, yeah, like I said, it. we said in the beginning, uh, we're here on a special mission of showing this uh, this beer that they created I mean, uh, I, for bangers. I so. also want to know what kind of sausages you think this would uh, pair well with, or what, whatever you guys are uh, doing for your anniversary. That shirt is awesome, by the way. <laughs> Fucking yeah. amazing. Ooh, yeah. it's, it's been a it's been a crazy day. Uh, Andrew was our last delivery delivery literally about an hour ago. Um, we got all the kegs in though. We're all ready for tomorrow. Uh, in terms of sausages, I think this would pair well with. Um, I would do something earthy, like a boar or rabbit sausage. That way, oh, the fruit yeah. the fruit kind of cuts that earthiness. Yeah, that's what I would do. Ooh. Yeah, or you could double down on the sweetness and go with the duck bacon fig. Get that fig chutney kind of pairing with the uh, fruitier notes in the beer. I, he's got my vote. Uh, what I do like you, that one. What do you guys do for bangers? Are you guys both chefs? Are you guys uh, owners? Bartenders. Uh, bartenders. bartenders. Okay. Excellent. I was on my old bartender. Uh, I worked downtown a lot of my uh, career out here. Nice. I know your struggle. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than being a bartender downtown. I mean, there's. It's not worse. It's but it's. I'm sorry I brought it up. That's that's terrible. Yeah, where are you going with that? I don't know what I'm thinking. It's just I'm glad to be out of that uh, that situation. <laughs> How long have you guys been at uh, Bangers? Two oh, years? Yeah, about a couple years. Okay. All right, I got you. You guys enjoy it? Love it. Nice. And so what do you guys think about that beer? I think it's great. Uh, we were, all three of us were here. Andrew, Sam, and I were all here for the brew day. Um, Where you guys got together and watched it being made like a baby? It was conceived. Yeah, I mean, you got Sam was put on here. Put a little, uh, little Marvin Gaye. <laughs> uh, I've been really trying, baby. There's an airplane. Wait, edit point. Yeah, for you guys that are listening back at home, we are literally almost under the airport, so we are going to have some uh, overhead planes flying by every once in a while. But it goes by quick, and it's probably not even worth mentioning, but no, I thought whatever. I should anyway. Well, you already did, so. So there we go. <laughs> no, it was really fun brewing this beer because uh, we got to do things like peel lemons, which as beer bartenders we never have to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really bad at it. Widening your skills, though. Yeah, exactly. Widening your skills. Peel if they've lemons, ever made an old-fashioned, I'm sure they've done that. <laughs> no, I don't even know. We serve beer. We don't even know how to make gin and tonics, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's the lime that really throws us off. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> what is this green thing? So you guys had the, the beer. Um, and who named it? Uh, who's responsible for naming these beers? Andrew, you probably know that. Oh, yeah. so, uh, Head brewmaster, man. I'm, I'm awful at naming things. Uh, it's it's literally every time I name something, it's like generic noun one, generic noun two, <laughs> generic noun two point five. Ooh, ooh, uh, two point so five. I, I, like I that. really oh, le- leave the naming up to Mark. Revamped. I know where my wheelhouse is. It's yeah. not in naming. Where's Mark? Um, he's on his way. He's on his way. All right. And all right. so, uh, Mark, Mark definitely uh, sat down with um, Courtney, who's the what is his official title? Head beer buyer. Head beer buyer, okay. and they kind of talked about a name. And so they landed on Hank, and I think uh, that's, that's I think that's such a it kind of fits in with our portfolio because we're trying to go with the name and profession route with all of our names. So we've got Christy Blonde, uh, Seamus the Fiddler. So they all have a Johnny name, five. a first name. That's awesome, right. Johnny yeah. Five. Yeah, and so right. then we got yeah. Johnny, I'm alive. Johnny yeah, Five. Johnny like Five is that alive. One. Oh yeah, and like that name's got. It's kind of funny because I I called it a, the prototype IPA. So on all my notes it says John prototype. Cena. And then, you know, all the other IPAs are actually prototype one, prototype two. I'd like to see a John (laughs) Cena there. Uh, And so then, you know, 
we had to name Johnny Five. I was like, so what's the original prototype? Mark's like, Johnny Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive! He's alive. So that, that's where the name comes from. Uh, so we're going to see a lot more names like this in the future, I, I, I would think, assume. I think you can uh, assume that, yeah. I love that, dude. Everyone's got their own, their niche, and like mm-hmm. this is what they're settling on. And I, I, I love it. It's like naming your, your, your kids, you know? you got to give them a real name. Not just like, but with beers Bud you Light. can be more creative. Yeah. With, with the craft artesian beers like this, you can totally artesian. I don't know why artesian. I said that. Artesian. Artisan. Artesian. Artesian. I don't know if we uh, mentioned, but uh, the banger shenanigans kicks in at eleven. I think. Uh, what Sam, tonight? Sam, do you wanna do you wanna tell me about tomorrow happenings? Tomorrow happenings. Yeah. So uh, today we were loading kegs in. Tonight the bartenders are gonna clean. 95 of the lines, and we're gonna type. Uh, we're gonna tap 95 of the biggest, baddest beers we could possibly find, including Fiddler and Hanks. Fiddler, you're gonna get Fiddlers as well on there. Yeah, huh? absolutely. It's delicious, by the way. And then uh, our chefs are working just as hard. They're smoking three whole hogs, three different ways. Ooh. So uh, not only will there be badass beer, but there'll be. I didn't know beer. there was more than one way to smoke a, a hog, but. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's Smoke we, your hog. Whoa. All right, take it whoa, easy, buddy. Take whoa. it easy. Yeah, when, I, when I was uh, dropping off uh, kegs, I was rolling in kegs into the really packed cooler, and then uh, I looked up, and there's two guys carrying a spit full of pigs. They're, they're carrying <laughs> like, pigs? Only in Texas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's really what we're all about, you know? Whole hogs and kegs of beer, you know. That's that's what's we. Hogs and beers here up in yeah. Texas, boy. I tell you what. Hey, uh, so, hey, Tony. What other uh, beers you guys got going on uh, for the event? Fucking right. Oh, I mean, we've got a little everything. I think we have what is it? Forty nine sours going on tomorrow. Forty nine sours. Twenty something barrel aged beers. <laughs> a couple collaborations we did, including the high sign one. Um, got a high signs fiddler, as Sam mentioned, which is. An impressive beer to us because how how old are you? That's a rude question. You don't ask a gentleman his age. Four months old. Uh, the brewery. Yeah, we started in February. Yeah. Wow, in February. Wow. Yeah. So High Sign already has a permanent tap handle at Bangers. So that beer will be on tomorrow. Forever. That's not bad. That says a lot. Good for job, being that sir. brand new and being permanent. Oh yeah. Hey, Andrew, sure I, do have, uh, I do have one question for you. Uh, so you are the, the head brewmaster? That's right. Yeah, I'm the head brewer, yeah. Do you ever refer to yourself as the brewmaster general? <laughs> I, I mean, please tell me you do. I'm the brewmaster general. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. Um, I feel okay, like... well, I will, I will allow you to use that title. Oh, thank because you. Because you should be using <laughs> it. Is, I mean, why not? This is important. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I feel like when you put master in front of anything, it just sounds a little bit... Yeah, who's the slave flam- here? Flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> Leather master. <laughs> I mean, that's the different okay. kind of well, master. Well, I mean, yeah. that's the way. But of course, leave yeah. it to Lowe's to take it to that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, still curious. I have, I have much to learn, so it's not like I'm really master of it. Okay, well, when you get, go. when you feel that you get to master level, feel free to use that title. Yeah. I'm, I'm so Fast free. forward 10 years. You've, earn, you've earned it. However learn. long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> much to learn. Well, gentlemen from Bangers, what, do you, uh, what would you rate this new beer that you guys are putting on tap? We're talking about uh, Hank's. What do you guys, what do you think? On a scale of one to five, that's right. So you can use decimals. What would you rate it? We go with like a 5.1 maybe. Oh man, oh. he's going. It's not Ikea. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's, right. that's, right. that's, right. that's, right. that's the that's right award. That's right. 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 That's right.
a lot of notes on there that just about anyone would like. I, I think it's a great beer. Yeah, everyone can enjoy this. And, you know, um, we could also, I, I'd say, I would drink this while I was on the green belt just mm -hmm. all freaking day. Sure. I wouldn't have to switch any beers at all. Um, hey, boys, while you're here, I got, <laughs> I got, a, I got a crazy before question. You, before we let you go. Before you go. What do you uh, think about this whole craze about the flat earth? What do you think about that? Is the earth flat? Because there's a lot of people coming out there with some evidence saying the earth there. is flat, and I don't know what to think about it just yet. So it looks like the sun's setting right now, so I feel like that answers that question. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's right, going so, over the curve. Someone who pays attention to wait, logic. Wait, wait, wait hang on, hang on. Everybody expert. hang on. Let me applaud directly into the microphone for the best answer I have ever heard to that fucking... <laughs> All right, clip your mic some more. That was a fucking great answer right Because I see that the sun setting. Well, you know, they, the flat earthers have an answer for that why you see it going over. Because of perspective, it, it'll keep going as far as it can, but eventually it turns into a tiny yeah, little point, and then it goes past like a mountain or some shit. That's <laughs> obviously bullshit. Yeah, obviously, man. Yeah. I don't believe in it. Anybody? What else? Are you, what other thoughts do you have? Have you heard? Do you know anybody personally that believes in the flat Earth theory at all? Oh, thank God, no. Thank God, right? <laughs> Ironically, thank God, no. In our <laughs> in our line of work, we run into a lot right of them all the time. I like this guy. This this is my dude right here. Keep yeah. him around all show. Yahtzee. Ooh. Yeah. Someone broke something over there. Uh, anyways, flat what? Earth is is a bunch of. Nonsense, right? <laughs> I just say I just tell Obviously. everyone to investigate the South Star, how that's possible yeah. on a flat Earth, or you know how the curve of the Earth is is measurable over a large body of water and a laser beam. Well, I mean, if, if there's a curve, it's not flat. So. Exactly. I mean, right. It's it's all reference frames you see. <laughs> but what if it's not, you guys? Uh, what if we live in a but world? How could you it's fly from New Zealand to Argentina we're in, in a such hologram. a small amount of time? It's pretty simple. Just take the <laughs> vector of the ether, and then when you find the obtuse angle of the Keep going. complemental Man, Andrew is on uh, this shit. It's right there. Well, I mean, back me up, guys, right? That all sounded great. That all checks out. And you all right, so when you're taking the vector so of well. angle theta... Such yeah. enthusiasm. I mean, you know, I checked the science, and that was legit. That was real. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I found the South Star, and that was, yeah. that, was, that was that was good science right there. Well, thank you guys so much. We're going to keep doing our podcast. The boys from no, Bangers. I still have, you I got have, some I questions? Have, yeah, I have, I have one question. I wanna, Jesus, I wanna all right, go for something. it, my man. I wanna, I just, last, last questions yeah. here. Uh, yeah, sure, talked, what's up? We talked about the one beer. I just, in, in general, like, as a master brewer, like, how do you, how do you come up with the flavors and then... I want a fruity thing, and then, like, maybe you want something on the finish. Like, how do you plan this out? How do you put this all into action? And how often... That's a good question. How often yeah. does the, the batch that you get at the end of it... Not taste turn like out. what you thought. Yeah, you know, like, so. tell us about the actual process of conception That's in That's a mind. great question, Nick. Yeah. Okay, I like that. so this is, like, a, a two, three, four-part answer. Okay, so okay. the... Uh, the first half is like, so the first way you kind of come up with like ideas and those are not styles. Those are kind of like, you know, it'd be really good if I had something for a hot summer day that's a little fruity and looks good in a liter mug and I just want to crush it real fast, like shotgun it. That's like a, a great idea, but it's not a style. You didn't really mention anything about what color okay. or anything. And then the other kind of assignment I, I typically get is like, hey, Andrew, I could really sell a lot of this type of IPA. <laughs> And so then off to making, you know, that cool hip IPA. I go. Okay. 
And so when you kind of think about what you want to do, you kind of draw that box on the paper, kind of like, so like, all right, what's light, crisp, and you can put a little fruit in it. So then, you know, naturally I kind of migrated towards, you know, wheats and lagers and then landed on going with a wheat. Okay. Um, Cause it's just very summery to me. And then, um, you know, for IPAs, it's definitely hop centric. So you just kind of focus on what kind of hop profile you're looking for, whether it be something like citrusy grapefruit or you want something a little bit more berry. And I actually just had a colleague um, at Rabbit Hole. He has like this crazy red IPA and he took it in more of a floral aroma direction, which is, I think, a, a very clever move. I, I really uh, hats off to him. And so, you know, over <laughs> brewing enough times, like, you know, I've, I've worked for a lot of phenomenal head brewers and I've worked with a lot of stellar brewers and stellar men and personalities, which is like the best part about being a brewer is the, the people like hanging out with Sam and Tony over here from Fucking Bangers. Right. Um, and it's just so much fun to just kind of share your enjoyment and work really hard on something and then drink it together. But back to the original question is, you know, I've learned enough to kind of have a good flavor archive of, you know, what does what? How do you get there? and What process okay. gets you there best? And um, over time, you know, you just kind of develop that. And so it's kind of like, you know, when you make your sandwich, you know, you like whether you like mayo or mustard off the bat. You don't have to. That's right. I like you both. Don't have to, you don't have to think about like, whoa, yeah. is this a mayo sandwich or is this a mustard sandwich? Uh, and you sit there at your kitchen table going, oh, I don't know, mustard. So anymore. how often do you like, <laughs> like so. so you'll you'll brew something. I mean, it takes a while. So you have to like put all the stuff in, in good faith, and then you taste after the fact. Have you ever had it be like, oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why you have to do small batches first, right? I know. We don't have a pile batch here, so... No, no, no. I'm not asking you to promote those. I'm just saying... Oh, yeah. No, I think, you know, like, when I was kind of learning how to make a good beer, so I was working under this really, really good head brewer, and his name is Grant Wood. He's actually my mentor, is the best way to describe his relationship to me currently. Um, so I, I, I finished brewing school, so I have a diploma in brewing. So I have post wow, that's strips. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. And um, I found this guy out in Texas, back home, near back Fort Worth. Back home, baby. And, uh, you know, I found him online, so I just assumed he was an axe murderer. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, that's and, a perfect uh, assumption. I went out there to, to his, you know, warehouse in the middle of nowhere, Texas, to, to see what he had to say. You were very brave, my friend. I know. <laughs> Talking and about so, a warehouse in the middle of nowhere. So I, I rode right. up to this you know, gravel Fort road to a warehouse, and uh, there, there's a couple flatbed, 18-wheeler-like things out there, and they're, they're stacked with stainless steel. Just tanks and stuff just stacked on it and shoved on the Tanks like... Thing. Yeah, or like military brewing tanks, tanks brew, because we've already okay. Brewing yeah. tanks, not like go shoot thing tanks. <laughs> and sure, um, I met the, I met Rhett Kiesler, which is the owner, and he had a crisp Stetson, and you know I crisp walked into Stetson. the building. It's brand new, white is Stetson. That a hat? Yes, it is. Uh, if you were from Texas, you'd know this. Right? Aren't <laughs> you from Texas? I, I know exactly what that hat? was. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is not a the big guy cowboy from hat. Kansas it is, had it is to be the one. Yeah. Oh yeah, cowboy yeah. hat. Mad respect already. I don't even oh, know yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah, and so the floor is half done. It's empty warehouse. The loudest thing out there is horses. And he convinced me to join his team. 
And so I did, and then I finally met the head brewer, Grant, in person, and uh, his resume is just huge. And so I was just very fortunate to work under him. That's not code him. for anything, is it? Oh, no, he's like okay. the great His God. actual resume. Yeah, okay. yeah, he held the Guinness Book World Record for <laughs> highest alcohol in a beer for quite some time, wow. working for Until Samuel Adams. Snake he helped develop the Angry Orchard oh, wow. Uh, wow. cider, and he also uh, kind of made Millennium, which is the one that owned the Guinness Book World Record, and he, he's like the, the godfather, or, or I don't know, some distant helper of the uh, Twisted Tea brand, so yeah, he's got a really? lot of successful he's, brands. Wow. He's, he's phenomenal, and so I, I got to work under him, and I helped, essentially, you know, he would give me a recipe to brew, and that's how I practiced my brewing, and I, I saw what changes were between each recipe, mm-hmm. and that helped develop how I create my recipes, and you know, kind of a fun story short. I mean, right now, Grant has made some really great beers at Revolver Brewing. And, that, oh, by the way, that's, that's who it was. It turned out to be Revolver Brewing. I was their first employee. Is that wow. right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, which is like a wild story. Love the now blood and honey, man. Blood yeah, they're huge. Honey. I made a lot of blood and honey, yeah. Um, and so, you know, just kind of seeing, like, how Grant used spices and flavorings is, is definitely a, a big impact and in, uh, inspiration for how I brew beers. Okay. All so, right. yeah, I mean, and so then... you kind of have an idea of what you're doing before you go in. Oh, yeah, you got to know what you're looking for. Um, it doesn't... It, I mean, if you're feeling wily, you can throw random stuff in, but, like, typically you, you know what key features you really want. You know, if you want fruit, you know, you know how to... Really, which it is. Like, do a small batch to try it out first, so you're not like. No, this is. We don't have a, a pilot batch yet. You so don't do any of that. You just everything's like full uh, on. Just go all it's, in. It's, uh, all or nothing. So if it sucks, you're like, well. Uh, we haven't had anything that sucks yet, so knock on wood. Okay, they have good. they have a lot of mandatory after hours meetings <laughs> if they brew a bad beer. What if we can yeah. uh, get you guys to make an emergency exit brew? Ooh. Ooh. Where are you gonna sell it? Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> you guys can sell it. We just want the name. So, uh, we just want to put your, our name on one of your right. beers. So, uh, you know, no. we don't have a pilot batch. So. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> it's got to it's gotta go somewhere. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, maybe one day we'll get have enough uh, uh, people to try to that sell it. We'll sell it directly out of my house. That's yeah. <laughs> that seems legit. I believe yeah, 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 that yeah, could yeah. work. <laughs> what what does your garage week. door say? Free beer inside. I mean, it could. Definitely legit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, but it it's says just legit free beer on there. inside. Legit, legit free, free beer. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to come by and troll you and spit quotes. Legit yeah. free beer. You guys good? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, wait, I could use another one. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for yeah, spending no some worries. time with us doing the Brew World Order. Sam, Tony from Bangers, thank you oh, guys yeah. for Definitely hanging out. Uh, great shout out to the Banger team. That they're, they're all amazing. Like, I've say. never met a group of bartenders so engaging. Uh, like They have like a very intimidating tap wall. There's like, how many taps? 100 taps? Yes, tell me. Uh, 106. 106. And you guys are expanding your tap wall too, right? That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What's that wow. final number? Uh, Sam, what is it? Two ten? Wow, that's not even a small oh, expansion. Yeah, so you <laughs> that's like a whole new wall. Oh yeah, more you, than doubling it. Yeah, you roll in there and you just well, see like this double. wall of options, and these guys like they will take time and help you find the beer for you. Wow, it's like they're like finding the right shoe for you, but to drink. 
and enjoy. Are they anything they're, like Al Bundy? I was gonna say they're, they're, they're the Al Bundy. Yes, but they're, they're well, amazing. Like they're super much cheerful. Much nicer, but without <laughs> hating their lives and actually helpful yeah. and booze. Oh yeah, they're they're so engaging. It's just a pleasure to go in there and just to hang nice. out and have a beer. And where awesome. is this at? Where is Bangers located? Bangers on Rainy. Rainy oh, Street, Rainy, baby. Uh, 79 Rainy Street. There it is. Excellent. Right hey, on Rainy. All right, just to end it off, can I get a that's right, you guys? You say, just say that's right. Oh, this is always good. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. There, there you go. go. <laughs> this little game that we call podcasting. Moving on. Moving That's right. That's right. Diets are everywhere. It seems like every week there's a new way to drop weight and burn fat, and it's hitting you in the face as you stand in the line at the grocery store. How I shed 10 pounds in nine days. Just don't eat. I think we should it's do the, the beer, beer diet. diet That's right. right. You know, I dropped six inches in just four days. I don't want to drop any six inches. That's just weird. There's no way of avoiding it. Today, we're going to cover some of the most outrageous fad diets and how to spot them. And our boy, Brandon Hardhat over here. That's me. That's right. He came up and just dug, and he found the fad diet timeline. And we're going to kind of go over some of these fad diets that were believed to have... uh, Make you lose weight in a short period of time yes. so that you can go out and have that beach body for the summer. Mm-hmm. You want that green belt body? All We've right, got we it for you today. Green belt body? Is the that because here body, Austin, Yeah, I'm The beach body that. has changed over time. So has like, it? Our first diet started in 1925. So the beach body in 1925, what was sexy in 1925, is a lot different than what is sexy now. Well, because they showed a lot less skin. Well, but no, they wanted more buxom women. Like they oh. wanted bigger full-figured women oh, okay. and now we want like super tiny tight no bring me bring me the big ones I'm he like, likes the big ones all right Brandon likes the, the big ones look i think we got that going in the 1920s it is vastly different than what is sexy now yeah. that's all i'm saying so all here's right. a weird diet that's that happened in uh 1925 you consider Brandon, the time frame <laughs> Brandon, go ahead and read us uh there was a weird diet in 1925 and it was called the cigarette diet no, uh, I mean, Nikki yeah, wanted I, to do that one. Right? I actually do enjoy the cigarettes every once in a while. So tell me know? about the cigarette diet, man. Uh, I mean, I wish this was a real thing because I do enjoy cigarettes. So it's a God stimulant, it. so I get I, it. So it's like if you smoke instead of eating. Nicotine is actually a very powerful appetite suppressor. Right, which is why when people give up smoking, they gain a lot of weight because they don't have that suppressant anymore, so they eat more than they ever mm-hmm. did before. Yeah, that makes so sense. This, that is true, we know now. So in 1925, the cigarette <laughs> diet. The American Tobacco Company, under the control of Percival Hall, was the first company to market cigarettes as an appetite suppressant. <laughs> Quotes, reach for a lucky. Reach for when a lucky. craving <laughs> a sweet food. A master of modern marketing, Edward Bernays, nephew of pioneering psychologist Sigmund Freud. Hey, he sounds he was, familiar. So he yeah, was nephew of, of uh, Sigmund, Sigmund Freud. Freud. That's so awesome. nephew of Sigmund Freud targeted women through fashion magazines and actually had famous aviator Amelia Earhart as a spokesperson. Really? Hmm. And where she went missing, though, of course. Uh, well, you know, maybe the she ad wasn't working out, and maybe they got rid of her because... Oh, they, they hushed sp- her in the as silence. As a spokeswoman, it wasn't selling, and they were like, whoop. So they, they, they paid her to go away. 
Or they just paid someone to get rid of her. Oh, maybe her. Yeah, I got you. But anyway, they had ads would feature models with cigarettes. Proclaim they would proclaim the dangers of sugar. Okay, that's a known danger nowadays. They would talk about how dangerous sugar is in 1925. Correct. And Mm -hmm. now we still yes, or we are relearning maybe. Yeah, that's probably accurate. (laughs) But to say sugar's bad, smoke cigarettes, not necessarily. so which one's a worse in your opinion, cigarettes or sugar? Uh, it d- moderate. Because I mean, sugar activates the same man. areas in your brain as cocaine. Right, so. exactly. So I'm saying moderation. It depends on, like, either. I like a little bit of cocaine with. No, I'm saying a little, oh, I mean a little bit of sugar or a little bit of cigarette doesn't. Neither of them are actually bad in moderation. But if you. Overload on either of them, then then awful. I mean, that's kind of like the the key to everything is is moderation, right? Right. I mean, I feel like... Absolutely. So their their slogan was actually in 1928 for the cigarette diet, for a slender figure, reach for a lucky instead of a sweet. Because they they wanted you to have a cigarette (laughs) instead of candy. They actually... So he was saying, when you want to get something sweet, just go smoke instead? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, pretty much. Man, really what happened want... to those times? You really will never hear anything like that oh, nowadays. No, not at all. Because not at all. because having a little bit of chocolate is actually better for you than going and fucking smoking something every time you have a craving. Like, you know, yeah, you yeah. should eat a little something sweet then instead of smoking. That, right. Yeah. Or go now, with a it, vape. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> all about moderation. Mm-hmm. All about moderation. Yes. So the cigarette yes. diet. Well, I will say that. I, I am a I am a sometimes ha- part time smoker. Okay. And uh, when I do have a cigarette, not only do I not want another one for a good fucking like <laughs> it, it resets hour. the timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to eat. I don't want like you know I don't want to. It suppresses everything. So I right. do understand that. I I get that part of it, but I don't think that's what they were going for in 1925. Right. Like, if I have a cigarette, Bingo. like, uh, my there mouth... is. Yeah. I called that, like, two moves ago. My mouth tastes <laughs> gross, and I don't want to eat anything. I just I just don't want to eat yeah, because I had a, a cigarette. Yeah. I don't think that that's the point they're going... But I do. Like, if I have a cigarette, I don't want to eat. So I guess that does keep me from what eating. What suppresses okay. your appetite so right now? there's... The cocaine? What if we did the cocaine diet? There's, there, uh, we're talking about the cigarette diet is what we're doing right now. I don't know that the cocaine diet is, is necessarily a diet as it is a way of life. Right. <laughs> so anyway, as, as I'm saying with the cigarette cocaine, diet, like cocaine. I do know when I do have a cigarette, I don't want to eat or anything. Like I feel. So you actually feel it. I feel satiated. Like, yes. Okay. I, I mean, feel that satiated. makes sense because that's, nicotine has that side effect. Right. Yeah. And it. I, I mean, almost smoked a cigarette that, today, that, man. That I lost my vaporizer yesterday, <laughs> and I, I, I swear to I was with Nick last night, and we went to Jackalope South, mm-hmm. and I laid down. I was laying down. We, drink, we got a $2 beer, and then we were done. I didn't drink that beer, and then I went home. We, uh, we went to Burger King first. I got a couple things of nuggets, went home, and I realized I didn't have my, my vaporizer, the thing that oh, got, got me off the smoke. And I was like, hey, Nick, you got to check your car. He didn't have it. I was freaking out, man. You left it there, didn't you? I must have left it there. So they open at 4 this afternoon. So I had to wait till like 3.30 or so. <laughs> I went to InfoWars, and I did that recording for, uh, for the nightly news. I came back. Really? Tell us about that. Oh, well, yeah, dude, I was on InfoWars. 
Uh, you, guys know, you guys know InfoWars? Yeah, I went, yeah. To, I went to the secret studio today and recorded a, uh, an interview with uh, Rob Dew. It was amazing. The secret location, first of all, was amazing. We can't say. They told us not to tell you where it is, so we're not going to tell you where it's we're at. I'm not allowed to tell you but where Nick it is. But Nick the Passion came with me. I and did, and I know exactly where it is. So if anybody wants to go to it, he'll find tell me. you. He's yeah. not going to tell you. You, you know, when no, they close for 50 bucks. No, he's not going to tell you. It's a secret. He's not allowed to tell you. Anyways, we didn't get to meet Alex Jones, but he was uh, there, and we got to see the main studio. It was, anyway. it was an amazing experience he's for me. He's a hologram. He's just a puppet. Who matter. said that? <laughs> Who's a puppet? Alex Jones? Alex Jones, just, he's just a puppet. He ain't he's a not fucking puppet. There. Get Jim, over yourself. And Jim Henson is still alive? And Jim Henson's <laughs> still alive! Right. He just has more believable puppets now, and that's what Alex Jones is. <laughs> all right, let's, what's so, the next diet? Let's get over this. Come on. We're not talking right. about me and I know. Uh, we were talking today. about the cigarette diet, and Either I was way, saying... Yeah. I was saying I don't buy it, but I do know that when I do have a cigarette, I don't want to eat or do anything. Like it, it crushes like any cravings I have. So aside from you know the the chance of cancer right, and everything right, right. else negative that comes with smoking right. cigarettes, right? Which they didn't know in 1925. I mean, yeah, yeah. But Would you consider I, the cigarette diet effective? As far I as mean, weight if loss, you, if, if you're willing to risk again, like you're saying, cancer and everything, if Which, you're willing to risk that, yes, then I mean. I don't say I'm not I am definitely not saying take up smoking I am not saying that but having a cigarette for me anyway is like I don't I don't want any I don't want to drink anything I don't want to eat like as soon as I have a cigarette it just everything feels gross and I'm done I'm done with it all I don't want to eat I don't want to it's it's almost like you need that reminder of how how gross it is. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a former so, smoker as well. So, in, so. That, in that realm, I can see how the diet could work because you have a cigarette and you're just like, oh, I'm not going to eat. Nope. I'm not even eating. So, if you don't eat, then you're... You're going to you, lose yeah. weight. Obviously, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, you know, calorie I, I'm reduction. Not condoning, I'm not condoning smoking. I'm going... <laughs> please put that on record. I am, I am <laughs> condoning smoking that. weed, though. So, do that hey, as much I mean, as you yeah, guys right. can. So, That's so, right. next, so next, Smoke next fad. Smoke weed every day. Next fad. Next fad. What's the next fad? <laughs> he knows fad? what we're talking about. That's just going to be legalized in America really soon. Well, What's the next diet? You know, Texas that's the diet I want to go on, but that's not a really good diet to go on. Like, uh, you would weed? Smoke, yeah, because legal. If, what if it was legalized and they said... Go ahead and smoke some marijuana. Doritos uh, would make your... a lot of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of snack foods are going to make well, a lot right. of money. Well, hang on. I don't know. I mean, Doritos may be in your opinion, but in my opinion, it's going to be Ben and Jerry's that makes, oh, that makes okay. bank off of me. So you're going to eat nothing right? but ice cream? Come on. Dude, I was I'm... about the crunchy, but you're about the sweet. <laughs> I was always about the crunchy. Homegirl back like there, the she's crunchy? like, fuck right. yeah. No, yeah man, I, I want like some Doritos Cherry Garcia. Or, the, or Cheetos or something. Like, I wanted the crunchy. What's that Stephen the Colbert's eight, one? Well, hang on. The, the eight-year-old inside of me is completely satisfied with the amount of ice cream that I consume on a weekly basis. On a weekly Still? basis. Really? Yes. You, you eat a lot of ice cream? Sadly, I do, man. That, that is my weakness. I I've had two pints that I bought a month ago, and they're still, like, halfway full. I, I barely touch them. Right, They'd be gone by now for you. All right, I, I feel that I hope that I'm in a safe space right you now. You are a safe space. But I could, I could really. easily down a pint in one sitting. I mean, he I could too. What I'm talking about. I could totally down a pint. Well, like, okay, when I buy a pint, Dude. I don't expect it to last a second sitting. I buy a pint with the intention of I finishing can, it. I can easily sit there yes. and destroy 20 chicken nuggets. Yes, I've done it before. Doused in ranch. 
Every single one of them. See, I don't know about the ranch. I don't see. I don't see a problem with that. I, oh, yeah. I could pass on the ranch. Well, actually, I, I, I went to McDonald's yesterday and I actually got a twenty piece. But check this out, dude. They, McDonald's are really good with their nuggets, man. They, Love it. Yeah, that's the only them. thing I'll eat there: the nuggets, fries, and Dr Pepper. That's the only thing I'll Dr. eat. Dr Pepper. Yes. What's your? I'm what? a Dr Pepper loyalist, man. Okay, well, hang on. If you want to get no into one, it, no one likes Dr Doppelganger. Doppelganger. Well, okay, yeah, Dublin Dr but Pepper. But check this out. But check this out. All right. I am in good with the um, bottler or the manufacturer of Doppelganger, so I buy it mm. by the gallon of Let me just mix. interrupt you for a All quick right. moment. Yeah, we're getting way off topic. This yeah. beer that I'm drinking, every time I sip it... Do you taste blueberries? I do. I'm tasting... He tastes blueberries. But it's, it's berries. He's not drinking the same one we are. No, I, I'm drinking Hank, baby. I'm drinking yeah, that Yeah, we're Hank. all drinking Why the same. Why does he have a different glass? Oh, because he hooked it well, up. Well, he's different. That's right. Hooked it up. He's lying. All right, He's hey guys, lying, come on, let's right, move we on. Get, yeah, we need to get let's back Let's move on, on the topic, okay. boys. Okay. We're at 50 minutes already, dude. Come I mean, on. We can cut a lot out in post. We're not going to cut anything. Keep it going. All right, so All right, we're going to do the... Next diet, next diet. What is this? Dr. Stoll's diet aid in uh, 1930. This breakthrough in dieting had people signing up in droves. Uh, Dr. Stoll's diet aid was often found in hair saloons. This miracle diet was one of the first successful all liquid diets. Did you say saloons? You meant salons. Salons? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It was later banned after finding out that they contained milk, chocolate, wheat, bran, and starch. And I, yes, I do mean saloons. That sounds like not an salons, amazing okay? diet. I want that. I want to be on this diet. Milk, chocolate, wheat, bran, and starch. I'm fine with that. I want. Give it to me. Yes, I want that diet. But you know that's not going to make you lose I'm weight. I'm not going to expect to. Look at me. Well, come on. You are like nothing but uh Exactly. I don't expect bones. to lose and weight, but me. something simplistic like that. Milk, chocolate, wheat, bran, and starch. Give it to me. I know that Nick over there, he's he's very conscious. I'm very thick. I think that's I'm a very fat joke. joke. You're not thick. That's ridiculous. That's a fat joke. Yeah. You're just, you 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 think about it more. And like, we took a picture at Infors and he's like, look at how fat I am. I'm like, I wasn't even thinking of that. Like, what are you? Like, look, look at my belly sticking out. I got, a, I got this thing. Why do you got a... Uh, you're like a girl when you, you think about you that. You should market that, Nick. I'm, I'm sure people would pay for I'm that. I'm for, for me to not be fat. No, but to but teach them fat, how to bring the boys to the yard with your milkshake. Wow. Sorry, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Never a joke left behind. So it, it would work in the beginning, but the weight would always come back. And as with any fucking diet, when the diet was stopped, like when you yeah. would stop, of course it's going to come back. That weight is going to come back. Usually in more proportions. And it, yeah, th- it was way a, more. Yeah. This came in the form of shakes. So these uh, shakes would contain 800 calories. So a drastic reduction in calories would certainly result in a quote-unquote quick weight loss. Mm-hmm. So once the diet was stopped, the weight would come back. And in most cases, more than that was, uh, it was, basically you would get more weight so than you had before. Than what you had before. And you'd yeah. lose some weight, but if you stopped Total it, scam. then you'd end so, up. So essentially you had to stay on it and keep feeding into the system. But the moment you stopped it and strayed away from these shakes... That was it. You know, you were blowing back up plus some. Right. Fuck, exactly. Man, fuck it. Yeah. So I've heard of this next one. Brandon, this is a grapefruit diet. It's a grapefruit diet, yeah. And you and would it, eat nothing uh, but grapefruit on this, right? So this is originated much, in yeah. what year? In, uh, in 1950, this came to, uh, came to light. Uh, it later became known as the, the Hollywood diet. And, you know, 1950, uh, it's, it's changed over the years. Many variants existed. Uh, it's always been marketed as a quick weight loss diet. Um, but basically, the science, bo- the science behind it is that there's some, some mystery enzyme in grapefruit that just 
burns makes you the lose fat weight. away. Yeah, just something in it naturally that just ignites your system and just causes it to melt off. So yeah, you would eat grapefruit, you know, four or five times a day, followed with like maybe like a mediocre dinner, and that was it. And but you know, it's one of those things. It just it was calorie reduction. There's almost no calories in grapefruit. So you're, you know, you're when you're eating a, nothing, a you're going to lose weight. Of course, yeah. And then the moment you stray away from that, you're going to blow right back up. Ridiculous. Yeah. So All next right. we've got the uh, the sleeping oh, beauty. Oh, this one. Oh man, that one. I might be able to get on that one. This one is right up my fucking alley. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So the sleeping beauty diet. It's just as it sounds. If you're asleep, you can't eat. <laughs> Therefore, you don't gain weight. I mean, that makes fucking kind of sense, makes right? Sense. Yeah, if it, you're asleep, you're not eating. Right, but the problem is when you're awake and you eat, and then you immediately go to sleep, then it just coagulates and becomes... But, so this is 1976. If you're asleep, Pick you can't the eat. Therefore, you don't gain weight. Mm-hmm. You can eat whatever you wanted... When you get around to eating, like so, when you happen to want to eat, eat whatever. So I'm when go- you want to eat. So I'm gonna go to Wendy's and slam that double baconator right. with fries and a drink. Absolutely. And also that sounds really good. Absolutely. Right about that. Does the baconator? Don't <laughs> knock the baconator. And then with the, wait, 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 with a side of chili ah. and a, and a side of nuggets ah. dipped in the chili. Ah, there right, it is. Right. Yeah. And then a frosty to top it all off. And then and then you just go to sleep for thirty. And then hours. for some reason you're like, I feel tired after this. And then you just go to sleep. But you're asleep, so you're obviously not eating anymore, so you're losing weight. <laughs> right? I mean, I guess that makes sense, but look at all the food you just um, took in. So the diet plan encouraged, encouraged the <laughs> use of sedatives. Oh. So you're talking drugs. So you need to be sedated, just like the Ramones. Like the r- I'm glad you went there. Uh, hang on, hang on. 20, 20, 24 hours ago, <laughs> I want a piece of date bread. And I don't know that version. I want to be sedated. Piece oh, of that's a, you on. know what? I, when I heard uh, about that song, so, I thought it was a weight loss song. So people <laughs> sometimes needed up to you 20 were hours of sleep a day. Jeez, I would love to be able to sleep 20 hours a day. I don't wait, know wait, how, how you could possibly do that. How do you I, even uh, afford you, what you're supposed to know, do in man. life, like your rent? I mean, if you're only able to do four hours, hours a day, a day of doing things. You must be, I mean, I don't know. That probably a sense. hooker. I mean, I guess I, you could be a hooker. Yeah. That would that would I mean, be the in, only in line. In theory, you hit the streets hard for that four hours, and then you're off for the next. Four or hours. you get hit hard, you know what I'm saying? Either way, as long as you're getting paid at the end of the night, is what I'm but, saying. But all right, so I mean, I get it. Like if you're asleep, you're not eating. But if you eat whatever you want, and then go to sleep, like that's that's absolutely inversely. Helpful. Well, you have to burn that. You like don't you're taking, okay, you're taking but you those in, but you, you can't to... eat all this fat and calories and everything and then immediately go to sleep. I mean, you can. That's what the diet calls for. <laughs> That's bad because you take all this in and then go to sleep, so you're not burning it. It's just going to... Well, well and no, but that you sleep, That's where we you get sleep beer past good. that point. <laughs> You've got to power through. That's, oh yeah, you got to sleep the twenty easy, hours. That's you the sleep easy the part of the diet. Hours to get there. So let's fast forward here, you, right. to you guys, to 2006, where we're going to talk about the maple syrup diet. Oh, this was a big one. You guys know about them? The and maple this one's, syrup. This the one's still diet? going on. It's known now as the Master Cleanse, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, I mean, I like maple so syrup. So we have uh, Hollywood celebrities <laughs> to think for this next one. It made mainstream in 2006. 
and it was developed as the Master Cleanse by Stanley Burroughs uh, initially in the 1940s and later revived in 1976. Pick up six. The so-called lemonade diets, according to many nutritional and diet experts, lemonade. to be a very dangerous practice as there is a severe lack of protein and nutrients in the maple diet concoction. It's important to note the man making these claims of the Master Cleanse was in no way a medical doctor. Not in so the all these all these hippies all. going. Uh, I'm on the master cleanse. Yeah, they're doing this based not by a doctor but mm, by some nope. hippie, right? Yep. He he was actually tried and convicted of second Airplane. degree murder, which was later reversed wow. by the uh, California yeah. Supreme Court. So yeah. wait, murder? This is crazy. So the yeah. guy that came up with master cleanse it was tried for murder. Yeah. So I, right. I, can, I can sum this up real quick. So go he, ahead. He came across a gentleman who was suffering from, I believe it was pancreatic cancer. Okay. And um, and he said, he here, just chuck a, a bunch of years, syrup. And pretty much, yeah. And then and then he also, of course, blah, marketed blah, his, his blah. books. Oh, okay. Here, buy this book and read this, and this will help you to leave a healthy lifestyle and to get rid of Wait the cancer man. that you have. He came across somebody dying and said, hey, buy this book. Hey, this guy is a businessman. Hey, man, you like you can this, this person's dying, and he's like, oh, you're dying. Here, here's this, this book, book, man. Hey, man. It'll be $5. Dollars. Business. That's all. Is what he's about right there. I feel he's late to the party. But uh, <laughs> anyway, his, part of his, his healing regimen was, of course, the, the lemonade diet and a and uh, the gastro, maple syrup. Yeah, and a gastrointestinal uh, massage. Is he which, Canadian? I don't, I don't think that he is. I think he's American. Then why is he like the maple syrup so much? I don't know, man. Maybe well, he's in like let's, Michigan. Let's remember he was tried. <laughs> right, fair, let's remember fair, he fair. was tried and convicted of second degree murder, right. which was later reversed. He yes. fucking killed a guy. Yes. Well, well, it was reversed. He was, he was. He reverse killed a guy. Damn it! Let me let me finish my story. <laughs> he was he was However, he, he was overviewing this guy who had had I believe it was pancreatic cancer and he was like hey buy my books follow my lemonade diet and you will get healthy and of course he sold him on uh, like some gastrointestinal massages which later <laughs> what yeah exactly massages which was was later ruled the cause of death of this cancer patient that, that he would massage so hard he actually ruptured <laughs> not, oh he fucked him up even more by not, doing not it. internal not internal because <laughs> because that would be fisting that's a different thing oh this was a, a massage this is the outside <laughs> I, i'm glad i'm glad that we are bringing up the difference between fisting and massage no that, I'm that's glad that that's I'm for glad the that after that's for the after show we're I'm saving glad we're the good to stuff for that, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah fisting later to come so fisting is different yeah, than the basically the guy glad. didn't die from cancer he died from his intestines being ruptured and internal bleeding because for his fisting. massage whatever you, all right fine fisting at this point <laughs> he died from fisting well okay I, okay so, so you well, say this second. guy fisted someone to death yes. that's what we're saying yes. no and okay. it was overturned by the supreme that's court that's what we're trying to say it was overturned but however he was well, found the supreme court needs to get up with their fisting knowledge <laughs> well you know scalia was still alive and oh that <laughs> fucking scalia scalia scalow shlemizel shlemazel i mean come on keep it going i mean mary how's it incorporated Okay, but okay. Powers. Although yeah. that fine was re, uh, was reversed, he was still found guilty of other of yep. other charges such as practicing medicine without a medical license. That's right, an <laughs> unlawful sale of cancer treatments. Oh wow! So we should trust this guy. 
Well, yeah, mean, we should definitely trust this guy. If you're trying guy. to lose weight, <laughs> Come on, just fuck he, that. he fisted a guy to death and has no actual qualifications. I mean, this is a... I mean... Whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, trustworthy. I mean, if anybody tried to tell me, oh, drink maple syrup with some lime and cayenne pepper, I'd be like, no, man, like, I'm just going to no. eat better. You know, like, I'm not going to drink some crazy concoction. I'm just going to eat better. I, I well, do but I've lose a lot of weight when I'm on it, though. I do enjoy. I mean, of course you do. It's calorie reduction. <laughs> You're not eating. <laughs> I no do enjoy shit. maple syrup. You know, like on pancakes. You know why? Why am I not seeing the? Why am I not seeing the Atkins diet on this list? Oh. Well, I mean. It, because it, that is totally no. true. That's not a fad. Well, okay, I can tell you one thing. Because it's in the game, goddammit, Carlos. Oh, really? Yes. Fucking God shit up. Damn it, man. Well, keep knocking on the table you, some more. Keep, fuck everything up, up all right, you fuck it all, all, all the time. All right, you know what, Nick, you're you're off the show. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about this uh, this gluten free diet, Nick? Oh, I thought I was off the show. You're back on the show. Oh, okay, one cool. last chance. All right, so we got a gluten free diet. Now that's the this is the newest thing. Everybody's gluten free. Yeah. Everybody's got the celiac disease where we can't have gluten. Right? It all have. And it's weird because after thousands of years of us eating grains, all of a sudden everybody is... I know, that's crazy, right? Like, how is this a thing? But yeah, like this guy just pointed his beer. Oh my God, we've been having beer. Guess what fucking beer is made of? Oh my God, there's gluten in there? I oh, can't have holy that. shit, there I are can't. grains in beer. Let me be honest real quick. When I first heard of the gluten-free diet, I thought it was like... Like glutton-free diet. That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, that means just okay, don't eat, so, man. Like, okay, so then there's only six deadly sins left. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you're glutton, so, bro. According to NPR's food blog, The Salt, 30% of the American population are trying to avoid gluten. Now, that's not saying 30% have an allergy. Right. No, no, no. That's just exactly what that's saying. 30% are avoiding gluten. Yes. And it's and only estimated only like 1% of the population has a sensitivity to gluten. In turn, is creating a stigma that anyone asking for gluten-free meal options is simply on the fad diet bandwagon, which is absolutely true. It's absolutely true. I, I have known many people saying they are gluten-free and will do shit. Yeah, there's a chant starting over here. We got bread being chanted over right. here. So here are... Bread. Here bread. are gluten bread. facts. We got, We've got, we got in the gluten house. facts. I love bread. I have bread, bread every day. Bread. I have bread with some all-natural peanut butter spread oh, all over yes. it. Oh, yes. Give it to me. Wait Give me all about, the peanut butter. All about the all-natural peanut butter. I got all that. So we got some gluten Canadian facts. Gluten, gluten is bro? just a protein. What gluten. are you talking about, man? If you get Canadian or English gluten, it doesn't have the pesticides, so it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, harm you. Oh, the, you're talking yeah, about the pesticides. They have better, better, better regulations. Oh, so what do you know they, about they Monsanto? They don't allow, they they don't don't allow the pesticides yeah. there. Yeah, yeah so, so, okay. So, Canadian, England, bread. 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 Canadian, American, no bread. Hey, hey, Dude, oh, it's, like, it's not quite yeah. catchy enough, but I still think it's awesome, dude. What's your name, dude? What's your name? CB. 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 That's, that's my initial, CB. Yeah. Ah. Dude, yeah. thank you for joining us over tonight. It's really the pesticides. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got the you. The pesticides. Do we have any more? Yeah. Are yeah. we live? We are yeah, live. We are live, bro. This magic moment. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Keep going. <laughs> That's just some of the characters we experienced here right, at the so High Side Brewery, guys. Y'all come got... down to High 
Hi, sign. Hi, sign. Hi, sign. Hi, sign. Under the airport. We got some construction going on, but we got the sun uh, is, is like, it's going down. It's setting right now. The beer it's beautiful. It's great. It's unbelievable. Dude, especially yeah, the, the Hank. Have you had the Hank yet? The Hank Get a Hank. is ridiculous. Get a Hank. Holy it. shit, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. Seriously. Agreed. But if you haven't heard a high sign, come on down. Get down We're here now. tonight, tomorrow, and the bread. Go bread. Go eat bread. Just fucking eat some goddamn bread. Thank you so much, CB. You know what? I'm going to go home and eat three slices of bread. Just I'm in gonna, honor of that guy. I'm not even going to put anything on. I'm just going to yeah, take no, pieces no, no. of bread. Exactly. Just, I'm just, just going to grab three slices. Yeah. Yeah. So we got some facts about gluten. Y'all want to hear some Hang facts on, let about the gluten? Go Let's over. do it. Okay. Continue. Facts about gluten. Gluten is just a protein. Gluten is a protein that is made up of two natural proteins found in wheat, barley, rye, and other grains. Okay. So it's just a natural fucking thing. Gluten is what keeps the bread together. Really? You wouldn't have any bread without it. Hmm. Not everyone should be on a gluten-free diet. And why is that? A gluten-free diet is necessary for those with celiac disease. But it is not a healthy diet for the general population. Only 1% of the population has celiac disease. Ah. One fucking percent. One percent. For the remaining 99% of the goddamn population not suffering from goddamn celiac disease, there are risks that go with a gluten-free diet. So fucking stop being trendy. (laughs) Fucking stop it. There are tests. You can go find out. If you actually have it, then yes, by all means, be, be gluten-free. How dare you talk to me by, like My that. God, stop. But if you don't and you're trying to be trendy, go fuck yourself. Wow. Stop. Eat some goddamn bread every fucking once in a while. How no evidence to support to like the claim that gluten-free diets are good at weight loss strategy. That does not exist. So get the fuck over it. If you are part of the <laughs> 1% kid, that has celiac you? disease, don't have any gluten. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. And go get tested. If you find out you are part of that 1%, then don't eat gluten. If you're not, shut the fuck up and have a slice of bread. For fuck's sake. Nick Ryder for president. Are you going to step down from your soapbox now? Or are you still still on that? I I could go, but I could stop. I mean, are you going to stop? I could, yeah. Okay, then we'll pull that soapbox out from under you. All right. So before you consider your next diet plan, consider these. Number one, is it a legit diet that has solid uh, scientific evidence to support its claims to weight loss? Number two, is it too good to be true? If it seems that way, it probably is. Is it a pyramid? Is it a pyramid scheme? If you're asked to recruit other members, you know, hey, go ask your friends, tell them to buy this, you know, join this team, you know, or work under you, trying to push some health shake or multivitamins, some some supplement. You should probably walk away. Fucking right. Yeah. And uh, number and, f- number four. And uh, quick quick weight loss, no exercise. Those are those are very bold statements. And, That's bullshit. And you should that should automatically draw up a caution flag with you. You know, bullshit. just be like, oh yeah, you know, quick weight loss, no exercise, get with us, give us fifty dollars a month. Well, hang on, hang on, pump the brakes. Uh, I don't know. I want to see some evidence. I want to see some proof. Well, that being said, Nick, what's your overall? Do you are you you work out? Are you on any sort of diet at all? Uh, no. I know Entirely, you don't eat certain things when you're around me. It's weird. 
no, I, I do work out, but I'm I'm purely on the lifting, and so I don't do the 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 fat or whatever. Like I don't watch carbs or whatever. I don't I don't give a shit. I just eat whatever, and I also don't do any cardio. Like honestly, if you want to if you want to lose weight, it's a matter of burning more calories than you consume. That makes sense. Big picture, like. If you want to bodybuild or if you want to do something specific, then that's, that's a different story. But just in general, you want to lose weight, burn more calories than you consume, period. So <laughs> walk around more. If you don't want to go to a gym and work out a lot, fine, but be more active, move more throughout the day, and eat less calories. Yeah, that's right. Mean you have to eat less. No, you don't have to eat less. You just eat different things that have fewer calories. You know, right. it's... That's it. I mean, we can, we can go way down the rabbit hole with this if we want, but broad picture, burn more than you consume. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. Yeah. That's how you lose weight. Bottom and, fucking uh, line. Sadly, I still like cheeseburgers and bacon and all the fatty things, and I hate running. So I don't, I don't eat well, I and I don't one. cardio. I got one. He got so, one. So uh, I still... Fucking flies. I still... Uh, you know, have fat on me. Well, hey, dude, that's about it for our... I'm not uh, trying to get rid of it. For our <laughs> fat diet. I, love I like bacon. what I got. I love bacon and I hate running. All right? God damn it. You guys, we are here at High Sign Brewery here in uh, Austin, Texas. If you guys are in town, come on down. We're on 183 and uh, where uh, Ben White meets 183. Just come on down. Uh, what do you guys think about playing a game right about now? Yeah, let's do it, Let's, man. let's play a little idiot idiot. Let's do it. Another episode of Idiot Idiom, the only word game where we guess the origin of idioms. The only or the first? The only and the first. The only and the, the one first. and the only. That is right. So hey, we are here at Iceland Brewery, and we got some audience members that are ready to play. We also have Nick and Brandon playing for the Golden Jazz Master. Yes, I'm yeah. a very win. simple game. What I'm going to do here is going to give you an idiom. Something, uh, what is an idiom, really? It, it is a word or a phrase that does not mean its literal meaning anymore. And uh, it's very simple. I'm going to give you an origin story where it supposedly comes from, and it's your job to guess if that's true or false. So let's play Idiot or Idiom. By the way, the Golden Jasmers, uh, Golden Jazzmaster is coming up right now. It's uh, being held by Miss Veronica. Oh, there she is. Veronica. She's holding it. Yeah, you can't see her, but she's there with the Golden Jazzmaster right oh, now. Oh, because she exists on another uh, on another plane of existence. Yes, of okay, course. Okay, I gotcha. So okay. here is number one to Veronica. Here's the first idiom. I heard it straight from the horse's mouth. What does that mean? Boys, that's my you source. You have some sort of uh, inside tip. You heard it straight you, from yeah, the horse's mouth, right? I'd agree with that. From the origin. I that's thought we right. I thought we had uh, 
guest contestants. Anybody want to play? Well, Anybody want to hop on? We got on? contestants. We'll, we'll, okay. We'll, they're doing we'll, their whatever. thing. Whatever. Who wants to guess about idioms? Anybody? There's a sticker. If you win or play, maybe. Dan wants know. to play. Dan's playing. <laughs> All right. We're playing idiot or idiom. Uh, idiot or idiom where I'm going to give you an idiom, and you're going to guess whether the origin story is true or false. The first one is I heard it straight from the horse's mouth, and here is the origin. This originated in the 1960s. Americans tuned in every week to watch the famous talking palomino, Mr. Ed, yes. and his owner that was somewhat uh, of a weirdo, their architect named Wilbur, Wilbur Post. Many of the program's gags followed Mr. Ed's tendency to own, talk only to Wilbur, and his catchphrase it was heard straight from the horse's mouth. Let's go with Brandon. Brandon, is this true or false? False, 100%. He's going to I, say false. I think I figured out your methods. Let's that go to Dan in the audience. Dan, what do you think? He's going to say that's true. Okay. And Passion. Nick Ryder, what are you going to say? Is this Absolute true or false? Absolute bullshit. He's going to say it's false. Let's go with Dan in the audience. Dan, you chose true that this comes from the Palomino, Mr. Ed. Let's look at the judges. Judges, is he right? He is wrong. This actually comes from horse betting and horse racing. If you were to get a tip to which horse would be the best one to bet on, for example, you would bet, uh, you would expect the best possible information from the innermost circle or the horse's mouth itself. That's where the actual idiom comes from. A lot of these uh, idioms will come from horse racing of some sort <laughs> or uh, Shakespeare. So we got two rights and one wrong. Let's keep playing Idiot or Idiot. For the Golden Jazz Master! Here's a good one. Number two, Catch 22. This is a paradox in which the attempt to escape makes escape impossible. Here is the origin story. The paradox was a trap that confined members of the US Air Force. That catch was that. By applying for exemption from highly dangerous bombing missions on the grounds of insanity, the applicant proved himself to be sane. After all, that's what any sane person would do. If anyone applied to fly, they would be considered insane. Either way, sane or insane, they were sent on the missions. This might be described logically as damned if you do, damned if you don't. Nick Ryder, is this origin true or false? I'll go with it. I'll go with it. He's going with true. Dan in the audience, what do you think, buddy? He's going to say false. Brandon, what do you think, buddy? I don't know, man. Either you put way too much thought into that, or you pulled it directly from the source, from the horse's mouth. Ah. Oh. Um, either way, no joke left behind. True or false? Uh, false. He's saying false. Let's go with Nick Ryder. Nick Ryder, you said this was true. Are Give you correct? Buzzer. Let's look at the judges. Judges. Oh. He is correct. You guys did not get it right. Sorry, Dan and My Brandon. method is flawed. Let's keep playing Idiot or Idiom. For the Golden Jazz Master! That's right. Number three, Cakewalk. Used to describe some sort of challenger task that is reckoned to be pitifully Wait, isn't easy. that just when the, the members of the band Cake... When they walk, walk off stage. Yeah. He is correct. I mean, I'm, I'm that. <laughs> all right, here's the origin story for Cakewalk. We all know about that idiom. It's like it means it's something that's easy as fudge, right? 
In the early 19th century, during this era of firmly enriched slavery in the U.S., the cakewalk was a dance event where slaves were invited, dressed up in the finest clothes, and took on pressing their masters with an imitation uh, contest of sorts, really. They were held in the plantation home in the same room where the uh, resplendent halls were held among the white society. Couples uh, promenaded through the ballroom, bowling deeply and frequently, chins and noses held slightly aloof. Aloft. <laughs> the couples aloof. who performed the best interpretation of the white folks won a cake baked by uh, one who imagines the slaves ca uh, baked that cake. So, that being said, Brandon, is this true or false, the cakewalk? Is it a slave thing? A Man, slave that's, party? That's very detailed, and I hope that that's true. He's going to say yeah. true. Dan, because in the audience. Because if not, that's very detailed <laughs> and well thought little out. little too detailed, if you ask me. Dan, <laughs> in the audience, what do you think? He's going to say that's true. Nick Ryder, is that true or false? I ain't buying it. Nope. He is not buying it. You're saying it's false. Yep, bullshit. Let's go ahead and go with Nick Ryder's answer here. Nick, we're going to go to the judges. You said it's false that a cakewalk is not a slave party. You are incorrect. Oh, my goodness. This is a becoming a high a slave a party? party here. Let's keep playing Idiot or Idiom for the Golden Jazz Master. Number four. Rack your brain. To rack one's brain is to strain mentally to recall or to understand something. Like, we're going to put our brains together. We're going to rack them together. We're going to strain mentally to recall or understand something. Here is the origin. The rack is a medieval torture device. The crude but effective racks often tore the victim's limb from their bodies. Rack was adapted as a verb meaning to cause pain and anguish. Therefore, to rack your brain, you would have to use pain and anguish to get what you wanted. Let's go with Dan in the audience. Do you think that is true or false? He's going to say true on that bad boy. Nick Ryder, what do you think? Bullshit. He's going to say false. Wow. Let's go with I Brandon. I just disagree with Los on everything. I don't know, man. That definition seemed pretty legit, so I'm going to go true. He's going to go true. Let's go with Dan and Brandon. You guys both chose true. Let's look at the judges. Judges, has this got to do with medieval torture? No, oh. it does not, you guys. Nick Ryder is right. Finally. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself, Brandon. The term was called on whenever something or someone was under particular stress and all manner of things were said to be racked. It is an old term. Let's keep playing Idiot or Idiom. For the Golden Jazz Master. Wait, what's the score? What's the score? No score. Don't worry about no the score, score for now. The, what is this? Whose line? That's right. Don't worry about the score. Right. Where the points don't matter. Number five, the third degree. This meant. Oh, the third this degree. This means intense interrogation. Oh, that was the second degree. Someone's given you the third degree. In Masonic lodges, uh. there are three degrees of membership. Mm. The first is called apprentice. The second fellowship, and the third <laughs> is master mason. When a candidate receives the third degree in a Masonic Lodge, he is subjected to some activities that involve interrogation and is more physically challenging than the first degrees. Nick Ryder, what do you think? Is this true or false? False. He is saying false. Brandon, what do you think, buddy? Three degrees in the Masonic hierarchy? Where they have false. 33? Yeah. False. And Dan in the audience, what do you think? He's going to say false. Everyone chooses false. Let's get the judges. 
Are they right or wrong? You guys are incorrect. This is where the idiom comes Bull from. You need to check shit. your goddamn sources. Well, there think about it this way. You know about 33, but that could be 3.3. It could be 10.1, So you're telling degrees. me they missed the decimal. Just because nah, they are missing the decimal, and that's where it comes no, from. According to my it. source. I ain't buying it. According to my source. According to my source. According to my source. Who thinks that they didn't? According to my source. According to my source. Your source is bullshit. Your Let's source play is bullshit. Idiom. Your source is bullshit. For the it, for the golden jazz master, even though your he doesn't want to believe bullshit. it, that's where my source comes from. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay, are you a Freemason? I am not. Then you guys need to shut your goddamn mouth. I mean, give me twenty minutes, I can have a Freemason on the phone uh, uh, with with nail polish. All right, number six. I said six. nothing about nail polish. Where getting the fuck the, did that come from? Getting the upper hand. I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock. I get you a toe with hey, nail polish. Hey, quiet That's down. Getting the Lebowski upper hand. I have 10 right now. He's going Lebowski is what he's doing. Oh, okay. That's where I was going. Uh, over my head. I Num got it, yeah. Number six for the Golden Jazz Master is getting the upper hand to take a dominant position. This originated in American playgrounds in the way that children select sides for impromptu Bullshit. baseball games. The method for uh, the method is for one team captain to grab the bat at the bottom, and then the other captain takes a hold with the other hand on top of that one, and whoever reached the top got the upper hand, and therefore going first. Let's go to uh, Nick Ryder. Do you think that is true or false, Nick Ryder? No. He is going to say I don't false. Think that, now, I see how that little game came about, but I don't think that that's where this Getting the actually upper hand, came from. Fair enough. Brandon, yeah, what do you yeah. think, buddy? Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're touching on my childhood because we grew up playing baseball, I basketball, get that. football. I get that, but yes, that's not where this is. But I don't trust you, man. So you shouldn't false. either. No, I shouldn't. He's going to say false. And Dan, what, in the audience, what do you think? He's going to say false, false as well. Three false. Let's Here go, we go and check the judges. Judges, are they right? You guys are absolutely wrong. Bullshit. No. Wrong. Check your sources. Check yeah. According to my sources. So let's go ahead. We finished the your game. Your source is what? Wikipedia? Fuck yourself. It looks like Get Brandon and uh, Dan in the audience only got one, while Nick Ryder, you are the winner of the Golden Jazz Master. But you have to pay for postage to get the trophy. No, I live here, so I can just go pick it up. So that no, was another. No, you still have to pay for post. <laughs> you still have to pay for the shipping and handling yeah, in, exactly. in Texas. So it's the processing. Thank you guys for joining oh, us once okay, again for another sure. idiot or idiom episode. We're going to break. Idiot, 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 idiot. That's right. Hey, thank you guys very much for joining us today. We are Emergency Exit. We've been here at High Sign Brewery here in Austin, Texas. We are here at uh, 1201 Bastrop Highway here on the area code is... And the 02. Uh, the zip code is 78702. Yes, yes. We've been here all night hanging out with all the locals. Uh, let's just say Dan, the audience, was been, has been amazing. Andrew came up, the head brewmaster general. <laughs> it's been a good time, you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook. Check us out on our uh, our website, emergencyexitpodcast.com. If you guys are on Twitter, we love twa tweets. Oh, yeah, we like being twatted at. Oh, That's yes. right. We oh, it. we love them twats. That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, oh! e Nick, what is, what is our handle on uh, Twitter? Oh, our handle is on them twats. 
What is it? I mean, but our specific handle. MX Pod, E M E X Pod. Yes. Thank you to High Sign Brewery for keeping us out here, keeping us company. So, next week we got the Hollow Earth interview. I hope you join us. So, for Brandon, the Hard Hat Mitchell, Nick Ryder, I'm Los. That's right.